welcome. Today I'm going to be talking with Amanda Freeman, and she is a EFT practitioner and an EFT practitioner who is out of Australia. And I am just trying to get there the computer. So let me put you over here for just a moment. Uh, I'm going to turn you around here. Please put you right here. Welcome, welcome. I am here today talking with Amanda Freeman, and I just have to find our Google Hangout because it got posted somewhere and then it disappeared. So I'm trying to hear. Sorry about all the technical issues. Hopefully, I can find it. And it'll be just a moment here. Sorry about the delay. This is actually the first time I've scheduled a hangout on air. And now, okay, I found it. Oh, no. So it's just going to be a moment. Let me just click on that link. See if it works because we can get you guys in there. Probably me there. So hopefully I've got yes available. When she answers, I can go ahead and turn the screen. Sorry about the, the little. And here we go. Amanda, are you there? Let me see if I can hear you. And, um, okay. <laughs> yes, I agree. Let's see if we can get her in here. Okay, sending her another that to her Gmail account pretty soon. And so hopefully she'll be joining us here in just a moment. Amanda and I got to know each other through the Conquer Club, which is like a um, business 
consulting group of the business development group. And so it's um, been wonderful. I really am impressed with her background. Um, she is a Reiki practitioner, like I said. She also works with EFT. And she has a really interesting when she started. So we are just, ah, I see her coming in now. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Hello. Hi. Sorry about the little brief EFT. So we have, there we go. Hi, Amanda. the program and we have someone saying hello Amanda so of course give her heart and um welcome welcome just untangling my connection okay. there we go okay good so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself okay um Oh, where do I start? Well, I'm a Reiki practitioner and a Reiki teacher and an um, and I've been in, in my own business now for five and a bit years and it actually started from my own place of looking for solutions for healing. Um, so it's kind of strange because if you had sort of said to me 15 years ago, this is what I'd be doing, I probably would have laughed because you know, in a pretty low base. So yeah, it's kind of been full circle for me, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's sort of a starting place. <laughs> now, you mentioned that you started in kind of a dark place where you really weren't perhaps looking for reasons. Is it sometimes? Absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely. What's your, what's your Reiki story? I love hearing people's Reiki stories. It's always fascinating. Um, when I was 11, I actually had an accident um, in a school, in the schoolyard playground. We were doing a day class. I found a bit of parachute material and everyone held around the edges. If you can imagine, sort of 20 kids holding this round bit of material. And we'd throw balls up and things like that. And occasionally someone would get the opportunity to sit into the middle and get thrown up into the air. And, of course, they'd pull tight and catch you. But... Mm -hmm. They didn't actually catch me. I was in the middle and I landed smack on my sort of sitting up and jarred through my whole spine. Oh my so, yeah, it was quite a serious injury. And being only 11, it was, you know, you kind of don't have a lot of conscious awareness to the people around you. So although there was no um, major damage or anything like that, it, it really affected me um, on a lot of because I was left with this um, sort of unexplained pain in like. So sort of throughout my childhood, you know, if, you've, if you're a kid and you've got a broken arm or a broken leg, other kids know that, you know, you've got an injury. And that's get an injury or a back injury, which, as in my case, people kind of thought I was get off. You know, um, surely you can do this or surely you can do that. And so I had to repress a lot of what I was feeling, but also there was a lot of accidents. really activity or, or things like that. I was really fearful of creating more pain. So by the time I got to sort of very much in my head, I was a student, very um, academic, and I'd sort of poured all my energy into that. But of course, you can't really live like that at some point. 
your body, your energy sort of goes, well, hang on a minute, we're away at work. And the end result for that, for me, or the way I'm going to deal with this is that I'm really, really depressed. So basically, sort of by the time I was 20, I was really just like, I can't do this anymore. Like everyone else is happy and normal, and I'm not, and I don't want to. I don't want to be here anymore. And something inspired me. Just a friend of mine had said, "Look, I this lady who does Reiki, and um, you should go and see her." So I went and had an appointment with her, not expecting anything. Not I had no idea even what it was. Um, and I had a session that was amazing. In that I actually felt. my energy and I thought okay it's going to be alright so I had a few sessions with her and then she said look you know why don't you come and learn how to do Reiki it's something you can use when you're you know you're in pain or when your pain is up and you can actually do this at home and this was sort of 10 years or 9 or 10 years that anyone has said to me oh by the way you can actually do something for you you know, it was always, oh, you've got to go and see this doctor or take this tablet or go to this chiropractor. No one had ever actually said to me, oh, you can actually heal yourself. <laughs> so that was empowerment back within myself. And um, it was the start of me realizing just how disconnected I, I was from my body. So, yeah, so that's how I sort of came across Reiki and from that point on. I didn't use it. Those connections and, and doing that healing really slowly and, and gently. But about five years later, I actually did the next level, um, the level two training, and that again, she taught me more and gave me even more tools to use myself. Um, and I just found it so beautiful. My hands, and then I was, you know, had this room at the front of my house, I little kids at the time, and it was all getting a little bit sort of chaotic. So that's when I realized sort of. I've been working for time, but you started writing. You teach children to use Reiki, don't you? Or well, I have. I've taught some children's class. One of my daughters is very energy sensitive, and um, she basically said to me one day, Mom, I want to learn Reiki. And I'll teach it to you and have some one on one time. I said, No, mum, I want a class. I want to do it in the class. Said, well, can't do class because it's an adult class. Well, I want to do the class. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I said, Well, I, you know, just let, um, let me work out how I can
they just really open to it and it was an amazing I definitely do that again I've got a few people I've got another daughter who's desperate to do it so probably next year I'll run another class um, uh, when the timing's right but to this arena came actually my own personal healing and and from to support myself I'm really passionate about healing being easy so right. you know I think everyone should have access to tools that and I think if our kids can have that awareness you know not everyone's going to want to have their children learn Reiki but I think if our kids have an awareness of their feelings next to their body then you know it's going to you know those thoughts and and energy again for adults You know, um, one of my daughters is very sensory, so she'll say, um, I don't like the feel of that person or something like that. And, you oh, know, wow. often we'll say to children, oh, don't feel there's nothing wrong. You know, that person's right. a lovely person or, you know. And we sort of can easily brush them off and say, oh, that's not right. So by the time, you know, when we get that done to us, by the time we... <laughs> You know, we, we don't know how to reconnect in because we're just used to doing what's, you know. Probably right, so that um, can be really helpful too. Oh, definitely, definitely. Now, how, was, um, how did you get into EFT? And what is EFT? What's the difference between EFT and Reiki? So, background I guess you would say um, and it's a tradition that came from Japan sort of in the early 1900s and very much about hands-on healing but the, the idea is that when energy helps your body balance out and then heal itself all right um, so the essence is that clears blockages but also revitalizes the energy. So that's kind of, I guess, the, the basic background. Heal itself um, better, but it's a much more practical technique I've actually found. Um, and I looked into it um, because I wanted something easy. I was feeling stressed. I can't even remember how I got onto it. Um, but it was probably about 12 to 18 months ago that I really started using it from what I saw on YouTube and, and things like that. Um, and then at the start of this year, I, I realised, yep, I'm really getting um, Yeah, but basically EFT was tapping on meridian endpoints. Say similar to because I don't know much about acupuncture or acupressure, but they also work on the brain points. So, um, but that's my understanding of EFT. 
and how I've sort of thought about it. But um, yeah, I found it so helpful and so easy to use. You don't even need to um, know much about it. You just need to tap on the points. Welcome, sorry. Oh, don't worry about it. One no, um, of the questions I had, you know, coming up from this, now, um, a little bit more, um, you know, how you usually pair it with um, positive affirmations or what? There's lots of different ways you can do EFT. The way I was um, taught, you have a feeling in your body. Like um, this pounding in my head, um, and then you can tap on um, pounding in my head as a reminder as you tap through all the bits. So you can say a whole phrase if you like. You can. You can tell a story. You can write down a paragraph of what you're feeling, and you can as you as you read the story out loud. There's there's so many different protocols that you can use, um, and probably when you're working with a practitioner, they'll work the the one that's best. They have Yates. Um, I was talking about Yates, and he puts up these script where you you tap through, and um, that mo that model very much this idea and completely love and accept myself, um, which a lot of people really resonate. You actually measure that on a scale, and I'll show you. I've actually got an example here. I don't know if you'll be able to see it there. But you've got a scale from upside down, from minus ten to plus ten. And so when you start, and then you choose that up. So you choose okay. If I'm feeling angry, I'm going to tap on feeling angry. Okay, and you you go through the whole round of tapping. Helpful to go. Oh yeah, okay. Before I was drawn to like negative, front, I was feeling really, really angry, and now I'm actually feeling less angry. And and I recommend it a minor. You can move from saying, okay, well now I kind of feel neutral, and um, when you're feeling neutral. But with this model and the way that I've learned, you you go further than that. So then we start tapping on positive. Working up the scale until you hit a number where you feel really, you know, energized and empowered. So um, it's a, it's definitely a process. It's not a quick thing. But again, you know, you, I believe in you in what you can when you can. An hour to skip and tap through from beginning to end of whatever the issue is, even better. The same with Reiki. Some Reiki is better than no Reiki. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, it's the same with anything positive in life, obviously. Combine the two ever? Have you ever tried that? Yeah, I do. Because um, I, I love Reiki, is my number one love. Like, I, I just. It's powerful um, in terms of when I'm with.
tell me very clearly and very quickly through the rape process what's going on, where they're stuck, um, things like that. So that is um, my absolute number one go-to. Sometimes there are times And if they're not a Reiki channel, then getting them to tap through either um, outside of the hands-on Reiki or while I'm actually giving them Reiki can be really, really powerful. Ah. Because, you know, when I'm healing, I really love bringing it in in that way um, as well. But, yeah, I certainly do um, singular sessions. But... Same with my angel cards, I tend to combine it with Reiki because we're dealing with are heaps easier to address and um, and I actually <coughs> decided to let um, was because um, you know not everyone wants to come and break it I'm feeling either had depression or chronic pain or um, you know trauma and they want that thing to take home but it is quite a spiritual um, workshop and we, you know it's two days and it's quite full on and not everyone Me saying to them, okay, now we can do the same. And from these points, it's a lot more accessible for people um, who are at, you know, that slightly different place in their healing journey. So, yeah. For a variety of different only for healing or feeling better, it can also have other. Um, what what was that? Sorry, what what was the start of the question? You just dropped out there. That aren't related to you know healing. Like for example, you've used successfully in business. Yep, absolutely. Well, I mean, I suppose it all. I guess the best way to explain it is we all get stuck and we're you know entrepreneur or a solo business person and often the people that I work with in business terms they have a really high awareness in some cases of what their blocks are so it's really much easier when you're working with the Reiki to clear them because like difference is people are a lot more specific in their outcome when people are coming from a purely healing perspective they often just know they're not feeling right or they're feeling flat or they want to feel better um it's just a different sort of um energetic block that you're helping a person to remove from their fields right well Um, so it's all it's all empty. 
uh, related to pain or stress or anxiety, but also to um, different blockages that manifest in other areas of your life. Our business, you know, we're wanting to feel clear about what we're offering. We want to feel clear about um, the direction we're heading. We want to feel focused with what we're doing. We don't want to get distracted. Important, and I think what can happen is, particularly because we're in such an online environment, and there's often a lot of disconnection from that person to person. That sort of thing. Oh, but am I worth it? Do I deserve that? Right. <laughs> um, and I think I just love Reiki and EFT. Um, I just clear it now before I get you know, three stages down the track and I'm sabotaging. I can feel it. I'm blocking myself. So, yeah. And look, similar, same with people coming for healing. A lot of people will. Really, the quicker to themselves too, and knowing that they can yeah. reach out for energetic support. Do you teach? People, little things they can do to have awareness around you know, their patterns of either self-sabotage or energy blocks. So we will often, you know, now I recognize, oh my gosh, I never knew that when I did this before that that was me, you know, creating a block of sabotage or holding myself back. Um, and that's the thing I love most because, you know, people could how to recognize and have those insights within themselves um, and sort of, you know, I love it when I get to that point where people are kind of checking in. Moving and I did a meditation or I did some tapping and I didn't go downhill, I didn't sabotage myself. So that for me, I really love that part to hit that point for me was like, okay, now I'm going to help our people. So really, instead of being in that situation for 10 years, many people can kind of be in there. Feeling too is to help to help people to find a place where they're able to empower themselves and able. I think, you know, we all need we all need support. Like I have uh, monthly healing sessions and stuff. Like there, there never comes a point I I think where we need you know, perhaps you could do this or this to help yourself, you know. And you know what, maybe they did, um, but I was in a 
once a month or once every six weeks, check in, have a bit of an alignment of your physical body or your energetic body you know, and you do what, what you need to do to support yourself um, if you can. Yeah, I love the way you, you, you join the two because it's really important to practice self-care. You know, kind of tell you, oh, perhaps this and that, you know, or offer you advice that you might not have been able to see through the trees. You know? Put that question out there. Oh, help! I'm stuck here, and and sometimes just having a few people. Oh yeah, I did this. Or that is completely empowering. Breaking up a little bit. Um, oh. So, do you recommend what sort of things do I usually recommend to people? Yeah. Um, often, when I work with people, their bodies or their energy will actually tell me what they need. So, it can be very different from person to person. I am a very um,
are you? Um, I'm just kind of saying hi. She's giving me a hard time this year. So, Oh, ah, you said that sometimes you have messages that come through in your session. Yeah. In a different way that talks through my my own consciousness, I guess, and um, it feels a little bit different. And it's not something that I said, oh, if someone comes to me and says, oh, I has passed away, that they're welcome to come through and um, and share that information or, or guidance with me. Um, and so, yeah, it does happen. And it's um, the healing process. And on my eyes. Let's see, how does a person make an appointment with you? Like, I'm actually mid uh, process of setting up a scheduling online. International. Yeah, from New Zealand, and unbeknownst to me, they've just moved in to that savings time. So, and of course, I didn't keep my time converter. So, through that, but in the meantime, the good old fashioned um, Facebook or email. Um, just keeping in mind that, you know, when you do a proper session with you joining in, it might feel a lot of difference, but you can certainly um, give it a go. Especially entrepreneurial. Well, I said I think stress. Coach Madison, what is there any kind of issue that you would like to tap on? Power is a really or energize. Energize is a really nice one too to tap on actually. Yeah, driving or feeling back. Choose energized now in this moment, but for those of you that are tapping on, you can use your own words. So, if um, 
for you. And um, Amanda is going to. You're getting hearts and thank you. <laughs> so. uh, I'm just going to show you this diagram. It's sort of on underneath the eye, just on that hard sort of eye socket part. Right. Size, right? No, it doesn't matter which side, come through each of those will actually get the correct. And in between, it's important because the combination of, you know, what we're, um, what we're With um, with EFT, sometimes you do start by tapping on the negative feeling. It doesn't mean you're affirming that. On it to release it. Oh, okay. And then, okay. So as you're tapping on negative feeling, you're tapping to release it. Yeah, have that sort of differentiation in your mind. Okay. So that. No, not at all. Part of tapping doesn't mean your solutions or um, figure out tapping. So you just find you know, find the method that's right for you, but just generally gentle tapping. Just Do it, you know, feeling more and Energized. It's okay for me to feel energized. Oh, that's a big one. It's okay for me to feel energized. Bone on the top of your cheek. Mm -hmm. Nice deep breath. Then underneath it. Feel just again, again, a nice deep breath. And you might even notice. 
Enjoying that feeling. You know, of the energy blocking. Feel comfortable with me if it's big stuff. In her sense, if she felt. You know, it's fantastic. You can keep that energy flowing. And, and the other enough that you can feel good to have a complicated environment they've had issues Amanda? Hi. Hi. Schatz, kannst du bitte dein Handy mal für fünf Minuten aus der Hand legen? Geht gerade nicht. Diese Woche gibt's bei Chibo die neue Damenmode für den Frühling. Und mit meiner Privatcard bekomme ich ab zwei Lieblingsstücken auch noch 11% Rabatt. Und das siehst du am Handy? Ja klar, in der Chibo-App. Dann schnapp dein Handy und auf zu Chibo. Chibo. Jede Woche eine neue Welt in allen Filialen auf Chibo.at und mit ihrer Chibo-App. 